The views, opinions, and comments expressed by hosts, guests, and callers of this show are not necessarily those of this station, its parent company, TeleSouth Media, its staff, management, or advertisers. Content of this broadcast cannot be duplicated or used in any way without the express written consent of TeleSouth Media Incorporated. Now, join us for Advisors Roundtable with your hosts, certified financial planners, Greg Cooley and Bubba Labus. It's professional advice for your life. Welcome to the Advisors Roundtable. Certified financial planners, Cooley and Labus with you right here on Super Talk Radio. Thanks a lot for listening and being with us and sponsors for sponsoring us and a very beautiful day in this part of the world. It is. Just a little bit humid, I think. Ah, a little humid, a little hot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it's so well over 80 degrees and it's like yeah. 9 o'clock in the morning out there, but uh, it's just to be expected in this part of the world in July and August, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so yesterday we talked on the show about some of the mistakes that we have seen people make and some of the most common ones related to their finances. Well, let's talk to the people who are trying to do right. Okay. All right. You know, my dad was a... Uh, before we get into that, I had a conversation just this morning uh-huh. with an individual. Okay. And, um, and he was talking about his sister, and his sister had a 401k at her, at her work. Mm. and the market was going down, and she decided, well, I don't want my money to go down, so she made a withdrawal and took everything out. Okay. And I said, you mean she didn't just stop everything, put it in the money market or whatever? She like made within it with- the account? Yeah. She, she took it she out? She took it out Ooh. of the account. I said, so she, she paid a, a penalty, and she paid a tax mm-hmm. on that. Is she under 59 and a half? Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, man. She's under 30. Oh, okay. Yeah. So she took it home. Right, took it home. Did she yeah. realize that if she was really scared of the market, she could have taken it out of the market and they probably had a stable stable value money market? Or maybe she didn't know that. I, I don't know if she did or not. And, oh. you know, even the, the, the guy, her brother that I was talking to this morning mm-hmm. said, why didn't you just call me? I would have told you what to do, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. So it gets back to that point that I made yesterday. Mm-hmm. Have an advisor, yeah. you know, ask somebody what's going on yeah. before you make these detrimental mistakes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you've made this point before. Many times people take care of their car better than they take care of yeah. their money. Mm-hmm. Huh? And they spend more time planning their vacation than they do their retirement. All right. So let's, retirement savings. Let's talk about your car, man. You know, mm-hmm. your star, car starts having a knock. How many of us actually get out there with a wrench ourselves? Not many. Uh Yeah. I mean, you at least pick up the mm-hmm. phone and call somebody that you, you think knows yeah. about cars. Mm-hmm. So you're taking care of a twenty thirty thousand $30,000 thing that's depreciating yeah. in value. I feel like week. I'm doing good because I put in a water heater over the weekend. Oh, really? You know, which was a $500 thing. At your house? Yeah. You did mm-hmm. this by yourself? Did it by myself. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's a good thing you had that much time. Yeah. Yeah. And, and we're patient enough mm-hmm. to do it. Had a couple kids to hold the tools. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's really good. But very few people would have done that. Sure. And here we are. We're not going to ask mm-hmm. for advice related to... Ooh. So, w- my dad used to say, you know, I spent all this time up there, because he was a minister, spent all this time up there railing against sin and preaching and all that stuff. And he said, every once in a while, I need to have a sermon just pats people on the back. Mm-hmm. 
Huh? Right. And just says, you know, everybody needs an attaboy, you know, do. every once in a while. We do, you know, and you, you know, you've been showing up to church mm-hmm. all these these weeks and months and putting a little money in the in the plate. I I, I need to quit yelling at you, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and say thank you and recognize you for what you're doing and doing well. And so let's talk about that. We talk about the fact that there are so many people, um, you know, sixty, seventy percent of us. Don't have a thousand dollars. Right. Let me say that again. Mm-hmm. There's sixty to seventy percent of us do not have a thousand dollars. That means if you're standing in the line at the grocery store, mm-hmm. and you look around, mm-hmm. there's usually about two or three. Uh, if there's ten people in line, two or three of you that have a thousand dollars, and six to seven of you that do not have a thousand dollars. Right. Yeah. Do not. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about that two or three that do have a thousand dollars. Do you think they got a, you know, maybe one or two of them got $1,000 because they won the lottery last week and they've got 1000 mm-hmm. left? <laughs> Un- unlikely, but. <laughs> yeah, but maybe uh, Grandma died and left mm-hmm. them some money, okay? But they're, they're probably standing there, the majority mm-hmm. of them standing there with their $1,000 or more because they made one or two choices. You didn't. That's right. Right? Mm-hmm. The people over here that do not have the $1,000, um, yeah, maybe a couple of them are there because of really bad circumstances. Husband or wife left them head over heels in debt. Mm-hmm. Uh, they lost a job. Maybe they recently got a disability. Maybe they were born with an infirmity, and they've got a couple of challenges. But the majority of the people right. standing over there mm-hmm. that don't have the $1,000, I'm probably standing in that line because of my choices. Correct. All right. So let's talk about the choices that the person standing on the other side of the counter who has the $1,000, what kind of choices did they make that I didn't make? How did they get ahead, Bubba? And I didn't. I think it goes back to my number one point yesterday. Mm -hmm. They started saving. They made it a priority to save. They're consciously making a decision. Yeah. To save. Mm -hmm. Put a little money aside. Do they have to put $1,000 away the first week? No, they don't. They probably wouldn't yeah. have it. Right? I mean, how many people That's are That's a making? daunting task. If you don't have $1,000 and you're trying to save up to $1,000. It is. You know, but I mean, it, it, it's the age-old advice. How do you eat an elephant? One bite at a time, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So if you're thinking about $1,000 mm-hmm. and you've never had $1,000, what would you tell somebody about how to get there, this one bite at a time thing? I would, I would start by saying, why don't you save $10 at a time? Mm-hmm. $10 a week. Right. And at, at first you're thinking, there's no mm-hmm. way I'll ever get to $1,000. It's less than two years. Right. If mm-hmm. you just stick to $10. Yeah. But I think if you get good at $10. Then you're going to get a little bit better by uh, looking at $15. Mm-hmm. Looking at $20 a week, $25 a week. Mm-hmm. What is that? You know, uh, a pizza? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there are a number of things yeah. that cost 5 to $10 that I could really live without if it was my intent to save 1000 Many Many people like games um, mm-hmm. or, or challenges, I guess mm-hmm. uh, you might say. Mm-hmm. So make a game out of it. Mm-hmm. You know, if, uh, if you go to the grocery store and you've got a... Number one, you've got a list to shop from, right? <laughs> yeah. Use that list, but also look for other brands that may be less expensive. Mm. And then whatever you save, mm. put that in your savings. Keep it. Mm-hmm. Keep it for yourself. 
the old-fashioned adage, uh, learn to pay yourself first. Right. So today we're going to concentrate on the positive side, the, the, those things that can happen for us and things and decisions we can make that will make things a little better for us here on the Advisors Roundtable. Super Talk Radio. Thank you for being here at the Advisors Roundtable. Certified financial planners Greg Cooley and Bubba Labus with you here on Super Talk Radio. It's always good to have you along with us, uh, whatever uh, medium that you're listening to us on. And uh, we're talking today about uh, people making some positive decisions, and we want to uh, want to highlight that. So, uh, yeah, 60 to 70 percent of the people out there probably don't have enough savings for for those people who do and have begun to do it. Uh, congratulations to you. So let's say, Bubba, that uh, that Phil is one of those people that he really didn't have a great example for doing this, and 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 he hasn't done it before, but he's been listening to you, and he thinks, you know. Doggone it, I'm going to start. Mm-hmm. So he starts with his $10, $15, $20 a week. Makes, now, whoa, does he have to make any sacrifices? Does he make, have to make any conscious changes to his lifestyle than what he's been doing before? I would, I would say so. Mm. so and, and, I, and I base that on the fact that there was no savings prior, right? Right. So where was that money going? Uh, was it uh, you know being doled out to the kids for entertainment? Mm. Was it uh, being blown somewhere? I, I, I don't know. There's a sacrifice that has to be made somewhere. So which or- doesn't sound positive, right? Nobody <laughs> likes that word sacrifice. I was going to say half the people. There's just a change that needs to occur <laughs> somewhere. Yeah, and he's got to be conscious of mm-hmm. what he's been doing. Right. As we've said before, how do you get out of a hole? Well, mm-hmm. the first step is stop digging. Mm-hmm. So how did we get here? What are the decisions I've been making? And what are a couple of decisions that I need to do differently? Right. All right. Where I'm spending money in the morning, how I'm eating lunch, how I'm buying groceries, uh, decisions I'm making on use of uh, uh, utilities. Maybe you know, I'm not. I'm mm-hmm. just indiscriminately using the wa- using the water. I'm indiscriminately keep leaving lights on, and I just start making little conscious decisions. These are lifestyle things, though. We need to warn yep. you about. Mm-hmm. They, but I'm going to tell you. I'm going to motivate you. The dude next door is probably doing this. Right. I mean, we're competitive. Mm-hmm. If I find out Bubba's trying to get ahead of me, and my yep. wife finds out you're driving a nicer car than I. I I'm just telling you. Uh, that's kind of how we are. Well, I'd say probably two to three of your ten neighbors are doing that, uh, right? Yeah, yeah. And and if you want your life to be and different, it doesn't matter the neighborhood that you live in. Okay. Right. Uh-huh. Um, so I have known uh, physicians that make half a million dollars a year, but they spend five hundred fifty thousand dollars a year. So just because you live in a nice house doesn't mean that you're saving money. I'm telling you, there right? are a lot of people out there driving down the road. They're looking at their radio, yeah. and they're shaking their head. There yeah. ain't no way that anybody mm-hmm. can blow more than a half million dollars. Yeah. Year. Oh, it's easy to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Speaking of lifestyle mm-hmm. decisions. So you're going to make this these decisions, and you're going to uh, make a couple changes. Mm-hmm. Are we changing? We're asking you to completely change your life? No. Right? Uh, just a couple changes here. A couple there. of minor changes. Now, if you make these decisions and you're going to do these changes, what about if you're married and your spouse is used to living the other way? Is this likely to cause some discussion, if not argument? 
I would hope that it would cause discussion. Mm-hmm. Um, and the reason that I would hope that it would cause dis- discussion is because if if you're you're married, your spouse, partner, whatever uh, mm-hmm. is not on board with this change, mm-hmm. then I think you're doomed to fail. <laughs> right. Or doomed to leave. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, things probably not going to work out well for your plan here because, um, you know, we've gotten used to this other lifestyle. If you're saving $15 a week and your spouse is spending 20, Mm -hmm. you know, net, net, you're not doing any good. You're not doing any good. Mm -hmm. Uh, Here's another thing. You know, you take the $10 and you you squirrel it away somewhere. Mm -hmm. Does the spouse feel like you're hiding something from them? Could be, yeah. Mm. Very well could be. Right. Mm-hmm. And this happens in all facets of your life, not just your financial life. You get up in the morning, you decide, hey, I, I'm not going to eat all that greasy food anymore. Yeah. What's the discussion at breakfast? Where is my biscuit? Mm-hmm. And my bacon. Where is my bacon? Aren't you going to fry some sausage today? Mm-hmm. Well, no, we're eating cereal or oatmeal. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, I'm not. Right. So I want you to be prepared for that, even though, even though you're trying to do something yeah. positive. Does this affect I, other people's lives? Unless you can do it without your spouse knowing, right? <laughs> do you, do which you, which is possible. You see this happen right? sometimes. That, so I've done this. Oh, you um, have done this. Yeah. Okay. Um, my, my wife used to work at uh, uh, a large retail pharmacy, mm-hmm. and she had access to a 401K. Mm-hmm. And, you know, she just kind of handed me the stuff one day. Uh, mm-hmm. This is the 401K. That's what you do. Mm-hmm. I don't know anything about it. So I signed her up for it, right? Mm-hmm. She never knew that she didn't uh, or had a, a 401K account. And then she left employment, and I told her, well, you need to come in. We need to have you sign some paperwork so that we can move 401K around, do a rollover, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. She said, what for? I said, so we can move your 401k balance. I've got one of those. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. So, I mean, uh, if you can do it without a spouse knowing, mm-hmm. obviously you want them to know, but um, mm-hmm. yeah. and that, that's a rare instance. Yeah. Yeah. When yeah. Uh, Kimberly kind of defers everything to me and says, right. whatever you say, right? And so she was, what she was doing uh-huh. is she was just living on the net. Right. She was cool with it. Mm-hmm. She made a good n- enough living as a pharmacist. Well, she's rich anyway. She's a drug dealer. That's right. Yeah. And, and so, you know, she, uh, she, she could live mm-hmm. on 70, 80% right. what she made if you mm-hmm. take out the taxes and the 401k. And that was right. fine with her. Right. Mm-hmm. All right. So uh, we do want you to make a positive decision. We do want you to move in the right direction. We want you to be prepared that this may cause a family discussion. Mm-hmm. Okay. But this is for something good, okay? Uh, it's for you to have, going to start out with one or $2,000 squirreled mm-hmm. away. What, what, what difference will that make? I'm, I'm trying to talk people into doing this, make this positive change. What real practical difference will it make if you've got $1,000 squirreled the away? The practical somewhere? boots on the ground difference mm-hmm. that it will make is next time you have an emergency come up, mm-hmm. you need new tires, You've got an emergency repair on the air conditioner, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, you need uh, something repaired at, at your home. You've mm-hmm. got a medical bill that comes up. Mm-hmm. You've got the cash there to pay for it, mm-hmm. and you don't have to borrow it. You don't have to finance it. You don't have to put it on a credit card, right? which, again, is mm-hmm. digging a, di- a deeper hole in that instance. Okay. 
And quite actually, you know, now that we think about it with inflation and everything, how um, stuff costs, you, you used a couple of examples, mm-hmm. health care and tires. We're right. just picking on those mm-hmm. two industries. Uh, we probably ought to encourage people to have twenty five hundred or five thousand. You're absolutely right, but, uh, <laughs> but you know what did we say a minute ago? We said start, baby steps. Got to right? start somewhere. Right? You got to start somewhere. Right. So, so that you know, if the goal is to get to a thousand dollars, once you hit that goal of a thousand dollars, that doesn't mean you stop. No. That means that you continue saving right. until you get three to six months worth of living expenses. Uh, saved. So, yeah, three to six months worth of living expenses. If you make thirty thousand dollars a mm-hmm. year. Now, you're telling me that I need to have seven to ten or twelve thousand. That's right. Yeah. Put aside. Mm-hmm. Ooh, that is a lofty goal. It, it if is I've a lofty never goal. had anything. Yeah. Right. It can be done, and it has been done, and it's numerous times. It's so freeing. Mm-hmm. It. If you've never been able to go to sleep at night and know that mm-hmm. if. The, the air conditioner breaks in the middle of the night. You've got a couple thousand dollars, yeah, and you can fix it. Mm-hmm. And you're not going to have stress over that. That's right. The kids get sick, and we need to meet the deductible. Mm-hmm. You got the money. There's a certain amount of I won't say cockiness about that, but just comfort. Well, and confidence. Yeah, I think comes yeah. with that. Yes. Yeah. And if you've never had that, you need to have that as an adult. Yeah. Because, may I ask you this question? What are we doing all this for anyway? Mm-hmm. Why are you getting up at 5.30 in the morning? Why are you putting up with those customers? Why are you putting up with that boss? Why, why are you working that yeah. hard? Why are you stuck in this job? Why, what mm-hmm. are you doing this for anyway? A better life? A different life? To enjoy something? Be able to go on vacation? Be able to have a bigger house? A better life for your loved ones? Yeah. Yeah. The kids? Mm-hmm. Sometimes when we ask that question, what are you doing this for anyway? They look at me like, I never thought of it that way. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm 45 years old. I've been out here in this rat race forever. I've just been doing what I thought I was supposed to be doing. I just yeah. do what adults do. Yeah. But I never really thought about what my goal was. Mm-hmm. Why I'm getting up that early and why, why I'm dealing with those people. Well, you deserve to have something to decide. And the, the person who determines whether you're going to have it is you because you're making a decision with the money, mm-hmm. with the paycheck. As it comes in, you're making decisions. Sometimes you're kind of on autopilot because this is the way you've always done it. But we're encouraging you to get off autopilot mm-hmm. and, and to go into consciousness. Because you can do this. Right. Anybody can do this. I mean, there are people who pass away every year and they leave things to charity and to their children and to the next generation and they didn't have a college degree. Right. They weren't necessarily Einstein. They weren't geniuses. Mm-hmm. So, so don't think that, you know, just because you, know, you didn't finish the graduate degree that you're never going to be able to experience this. Mm-hmm. You can and you should. Now, as we come back from this break, we're going to go into what will be the next step. What's the next positive thing that I could be doing or should be doing with the efforts of my labor here at the Advisors Roundtable on Supertalk. Welcome back to the Advisors Roundtable. Certified Financial Planners Greg Cooley and Bubba Labus with you right here on Supertalk Radio. We're talking about people who have had the light bulb 
uh, one of those light bulb moments. They, uh, they, they said, hey, man, you know what? I want a different life. I want, to, I want something to show for all this effort. And so what do I do? How do I do it? How do I be? In, how am I encouraged? And, and, and how do I stay on track? So we're going to start with uh, that moment. You know, getting real with yourself and having that moment. The next is uh, start a little savings. Get comfortable with that. Now, if you really want to get serious with this, you come see us, and we're probably going to find lots of money that you didn't think you had. Mm -hmm. Now, how are you going to find money in somebody's budget, Bubba, that they don't even know is there? Um. I, I go back to, to previous uh, examples that I've had and, and you know one individual that um, and I'm going to get these numbers off but I know it was greater than 30% of their monthly budget or income was spent on going out to restaurants 30%? 30% I mean it was well over a thousand dollars a month did they ever go to a grocery store? I, I, mean, I don't I, know if they did or not I mean that sounds yeah. like your grocery yeah. budget but I mean, I went through and looked at a bank statement and it was just um, fast food after fast food after fast food after restaurant after restaurant after restaurant. Oh, my goodness. Uh, on there. And I said, well, well here's your problem. Ooh. Ooh. Let me ask you this. And I know this sounds very almost mm-hmm. prejudicial. OK. Was this person in good shape physically? Um. Physic- would you say they're healthy? Physically, I would say no. Okay. Yeah. Because um, I'm just thinking, if I you know, if I spent thirty percent of my money, they they weren't obese in my opinion, but okay. they were overweight. Okay. And did they go to the doctor a lot? Did they uh, on con- pain pain meds? Yeah, or, I couldn't tell uh, you the. I mean, I I don't think so because they were a younger couple. Okay. Right. All right. But that's coming, mm-hmm. and I and I know there are people out there that just turn me off because they yeah. say that I don't like overweight people. That's not what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. All right, what I'm saying there's is there's a consequence to those I'm actions. I'm trying to yeah. encourage you to be healthy, right? Not just financially, but physically. Because mm-hmm. if you get more healthy physically, you're going to be more healthy financially. That's right. Yep. You won't be on as many meds. You won't mm-hmm. go to the doctor as much. You know, sure. And eating out, you know, mm-hmm. you know why it tastes so good. I mean, I mean, it's, yeah, it's loaded in sugar and things that are, yeah, that taste good that are bad for you. Yeah, I mean, you know they'll they'll put a half a stick of butter in something mm-hmm. if you don't watch it because they, you right. know, they're competing with the restaurant across the street. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying, and I, and I'm I'm not saying that I don't go out to restaurants, right? Because it is good and it's fun mm-hmm. and it's a reward for working hard. Yeah, um, and we're not going to live forever. Mm-hmm. But on the other hand. Well, I do live. I don't want to be in pain, and yeah. I don't want to be hurt, and I don't want to have to go to the doctor, and I don't want to be on a lot of pain, uh, mm-hmm. ma- you know, ma- and, and maintenance medication. And so I, I got off there. I'm sorry. So you were working with these people through their budget, right? And you saw they were spending money that way. Mm-hmm. What was your advice? What'd you say to it? Hey, if you'll go to the grocery store every now and then, you won't be spending as much because it's expensive. I, I, I told them, I, and I didn't cut out restaurants completely. Mm-mm, mm-mm. I said, look, why don't you cook, start by cooking, you know, three or four meals at home a week? Yeah, and take your lunch a couple of days a week. Okay. Right. You know, you can eat a bowl of cereal in the morning, that sort of thing. Okay. They could cut their their expenditures in half. 
Mm -hmm. right? It would have been a huge difference for them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because you said 30%, right? Right. So husband and wife together, were they making $800 to $1,000 a week? Uh, They were making $4,000 a month. Okay. Combined. All right. So 30% is $1,200? Easily $1,200 every month. So if they did what you said, Mm -hmm. instead of pulling through for the biscuit, you have the instant oatmeal or the cereal. Yeah. At the end of the week, they're going to save 20 or 30 bucks? I would think so. Just just breakfast decisions. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. And two or three dinners at night. Right. You know, slide in a pizza or Mm -hmm. fry a hamburger at home or or bake a chicken or something. Sure. Uh, Then is that another 20 or 30 dollars? Mm-hmm. So that is $1,200 per Now, month. you've still got the expense of going to the grocery store. You do. Right? You do. But I, I would conservatively estimate that they're going to save four or $500 a month just by making that change. Now, if they took that four or $500 a month and, and they really did this, they, they, they sat with you and, you know, light bulb moment and a lightning bolt came from the sky and suddenly they, hey, you know, I'm motivated here. I do want to change. And I don't want to just change my pocketbook, mm-hmm. but I want to change my waistline and I want to change yeah. my responsibility to myself and to you, my spouse. So we're going to do this. And they get to the end of two or three months and they've saved up $1,000. Yep. Okay. And they've done that because they've saved three to $400 mm-hmm. a month, which you said you felt like they could conservatively yep. do. Mm-hmm. Now, we're going to stop them right there, and we're going to say, whoa, I love this. This is great. You're going to be at four or $5,000 mm-hmm. here really soon. However, there are a couple of other little things that could be big things mm-hmm. that we want you to address now. Yep. There are some catastrophes that could occur in your life mm-hmm. that we want you, now that you've got a little cash flow, to address. They need a will, don't they? They do. That's going to cost a little money? Especially this couple, uh, because they had a small child Ooh. at the time. Yeah. Did they have a will when they were talking to They you? did not. So one month, the three to $400 that they saved, mm-hmm. they could easily get a will, power of uh, right. attorney, health care mm-hmm. directive, taken care of. Right? Correct. Check. Now, why do we want them to spend the money on that now as opposed to continue to save so they can be rich why why, why do we do that uh, as we always say life happens mm. sometimes death happens mm. yeah would you rather uh make decisions uh for your children now or have a court make decisions for your children yeah when you're not here favorite sister-in-law yeah mm-hmm. right 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 so here we are uh we're trying to save three or four hundred dollars a month you mm-hmm. have found that in their budget now, um, was it shocking to them when you showed them that 30% of their money w- was being spent this way and it added up to $1,200? I, I, so, I, I think so. They came back for, you know, I, I did the initial uh, intake meeting, talked to them, went through a number of things, did the analysis on it, and they came back uh, for me to present to them and tell them, you know, these are the steps that you need to begin mm-hmm. with. Mm-hmm. Uh, you need to, to start by doing these certain things. And, you know, a, a will was part of that. Okay. Um, and I never saw him again. Oh, Bubba. Yeah. And it's unfortunate. And that's the way it goes sometimes. Oh. Right. 
Um, but I know without a doubt, a shadow of a doubt, that I gave them the best qualified advice that I could and gave them a plan forward right. to do that. But they were unwilling to change. Hmm. All right. Let's say they did, though. Yep. We're going to be on the positive right. side. Let's say that maybe they didn't come back, but they did change. And they're listening mm-hmm. now. We're going to remind them. I've got many other examples of people that did change. <laughs> That's exactly right. Right. Yeah. right. right. But as this three or $400 mm-hmm. a month is now staying in the checkbook as opposed mm-hmm. to uh, the checking account, wherever it is, as opposed to going out to restaurants, mm-hmm. um, we saved the $1,000. That's a milestone. Next thing is we get a will. Yep. That's a milestone. The next month, we're going to want to continue to talk about mm-hmm. catastrophes. Guarding against catastrophes. Right. Going to talk about life insurance and disability? Life insurance and disability. Hopefully they've got a disability plan through their work that they can uh, attach to or pay for. Mm-hmm. Right? Uh, and in many cases they do. Sometimes they don't, so you've got to get a private policy mm-hmm. uh, to cover things like that. Uh, and then life insurance is another another biggie. Now, and it was a biggie for them mm-hmm. because they had a child. Right. Right. Um, and you want that life mm-hmm. insurance uh, because yeah. you're not going to be here in this mm-hmm. example of a catastrophe occurring. And there needs to be some money to be able to take care That's of right. it. That's right. Mm-hmm. Right? But then they get that done. Six months into mm-hmm. it, they've saved $1,000. They've gotten a will. They've gotten life insurance. They've gotten disability. But now, because they're paying for life insurance and disability, instead of having three or $400 extra mm-hmm. every month, they only have a couple hundred. Right. Because we had to spend some on the premiums, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Right? But now, what are we going to do with that $200 per month? Now, we, we focus on two things. Okay. Uh, debt reduction and savings. Mm. All right. So in most instances, you're going to have uh, a couple like this uh, that have credit card debt, you know, uh, store store debt, you know, at the local mm. Bell Hudson's or, mm. or or whatever it's going to be, uh, Pier mm. One or, mm-hmm. or uh, J. Crew, whatever card you've got. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're going to have a, a debt picture associated with that. Mm. Um, so I would say that uh, step number two is to focus on debt reduction and savings. Mm-hmm. So you still need only you know, if you've got a thousand dollars saved, you're still going to need more, more, right? right? Three to six months is, is conventional wisdom there for an emergency fund. So you keep plopping a hundred dollars down, hundred and fifty dollars towards your uh, goal for your emergency fund, mm-hmm. and then uh, along with the other. Uh, dollars that you're spending on debt reduction, mm-hmm. you prioritize the debt reduction in certain ways. Okay, how do you do that? Um, there, there are two ways that you can do it. You can do the mathematical way, or you can do the way that's going to give you an attaboy every now and again. <laughs> All, right? All right? So mathematically speaking, uh, it's best to uh, pick on the one that has the highest interest rate that you're paying. So if you've got a credit card that has a 24% interest rate and another one that has a 14% interest rate and another one that has a 9% interest rate, Mm -hmm. mathematically speaking, it makes more sense to pay off the one with the highest interest rate. That makes sense. All right. But it could be the one with the highest balance. It could be. Very well could be. Maybe one of the reasons they're charging you so much interest on it. Very well could be. Okay. So if you've got other balances, let's say that maybe one uh, uh, the, the middle card had the lowest balance, right? Right. right. And you owe $300 on it. Mm-hmm. 
Well, I would suggest making the minimums on the other ones, paying the max that you could on the one that you've got the $300 balance on, and within two months, hopefully have that one paid off completely. And then you've got one completely out of your life. Right. Right? That you don't have to worry about. Speaking of an attaboy. Right. We need those. Mm -hmm. Well, we're up against the break. We're going to continue to talk about some of these attaboy things you can do for yourself on the positive side of money management here from the Advisors Roundtable on Supertalk. Thanks for being with us here at the Advisors Roundtable. Certified financial planners, Cooley and Labus with you on Supertalk Radio. It's always good to have you with us and hanging in there with us. Uh, we've got a few more minutes left uh, in this, this uh, episode. And uh, in this segment, we're going to continue to talk about these attaboys we talked about. Um, you know, debt elimination. Do you think that there are some people in their given situation right now, they can't even imagine that that is possible to a eliminate their absolutely. debt? Absolutely. Really? I, I think that, yeah. Yeah. They feel like they're just so far in the hole. Yeah. They can't see the light. And, and uh, truthfully, there may be some uh, instances where you're so far in the hole that bankruptcy is your only viable option. Yeah. I mean, I, I technically don't like to recommend that, but mm. in very some limited instances, that is about the only way out. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it, it is legal. Yeah. You know, it's mm. not like you're doing something illegal. Now, there are some people who use... That mm-hmm. legal option almost immorally. That's right. Yeah. But but on the mm-hmm. other hand, um, if it's your only option, yeah. If you've been left in a pickle, as mm-hmm. my grandmother would say, right. um, you know, we want you to be able to have a good life. That's right. And to breathe one day, and to smile mm-hmm. one day, and to have less stress one day. Now, many times. The way to smiling and less stress is to making better decisions. You don't have to do the bankruptcy, mm-hmm. but it's going to be some tough decisions, isn't it? Correct. Because going into that last break, you're talking about me prioritizing my mm-hmm. debt. Well, first of all, I need to list it. Right. You've got to know what you owe for first. How depressing could that mm-hmm. be? I mean, really? Yeah. You know, you think you owe for three or four credit cards and you're paying the yeah. minimum balance and you're uh, from Peter to Paul over here. Yeah, but then you put it down on paper and you say, oh, well, I've got five credit cards and I've got a car and I've got a mortgage. Mm-hmm. Oh, and I've got some private loans that I borrowed from my parents or from a friend. Mm-hmm. And a payday yeah. loan thing and right. all that sort of mm-hmm. stuff. And I've pledged my car title. and uh, yeah. yeah. Now, if you've done that, and it depressed you. Maybe that's when you need to see somebody who mm-hmm. can help you see the light at the end of the tunnel. That's right. Because many times we can help people see that light, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Um, and so seeing the light at the end of the tunnel is, is maybe the first step in your life. I, I can't tell you how many times you've, you've had uh, individuals come into the office and, and kind of go through things. And they've got this look of desperation on their face like, there's nothing else I can do. Mm-hmm. And then having, uh, you know, the ability to look at it with a fresh set of eyes, maybe some different options or opportunities, mm-hmm. and you come up with two or three uh, solutions. Mm-hmm. Not just one, but mm-hmm. two or three different ways to get, get to where they need to be. Right. And then all of a sudden, they've got hope. Yes. Right? Yes. And that's really the point of this whole mm-hmm. show, is that on the positive side, there is hope. If you're still yeah. able-bodied, and are working, mm-hmm. uh, there's hope. 
If you're not able-bodied and you're disabled, that's right. There is hope. Mm-hmm. If you're listening to us, there is hope. Now, hope may be wrapped around a different life. Mm-hmm. It may be wrapped around a different set of decisions, but at the end of this thing, maybe you got less stress and you got more happiness. That's right. All right. So we worked this this couple, this proverbial couple you talked about, where we can find three or four hundred dollars a month because they made some different decisions about how they were eating, and then we got them to having some savings, and we got them to having some life insurance and a will and disability insurance, and they're starting to eat on the debt, and we're prioritizing the debt and getting that paid down. Right. Yep. All right. Notice we haven't talked anything about really investments yet. That's we've, exactly right. We've talked about savings. We've talked about catastrophes with a will. We've talked mm-hmm. about disability insurance. We've mm-hmm. talked about paying down debt. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. We've, we've talked about changing behavior and changing mm-hmm. lifestyle and the number of times that you go out to eat. Mm-hmm. Right? But mm-hmm. we haven't really talked about investments yet. That's because it's not time for them. It's not time for it. Right? Yeah. Now, if you've heard a message out there that, you know, mm-hmm. somebody found out you had an extra three hundred dollars mm-hmm. a month and they want to sign you up and stick you stick you in a mutual fund. Right. Now that's not bad, mm-hmm. but it's in the wrong order. Correct. Because there's some other things you need to do first. That's right. It's about like building a house. Mm-hmm. Okay? And we, it's hot this time of the year, so we all like air conditioning. Mm-hmm. And, we, and, and, you know, we want it to blow and we want it to be cool and we want it to be somewhere between 65 and 75 degrees and mm-hmm. it to be conditioned and not too humid in here. The HVAC is doing what it's supposed to. That's what we want. Yeah. You can't have one unless you have a foundation and a house first. That's right. Right? Mm-hmm. But it's almost like some people, they're being sold the cool air. That's right. They're being sold the... HVAC mm-hmm. system, which, guess what? I want you to have one. Mm-hmm. I want you to have one in the right order. But we got to lay a foundation. we got to put up the walls. we got to lay the flooring. Mm-hmm. we got to have the plumbing, plumbing and electrical in here before we get to that. Yeah. And the same thing is true in your financial life. Mm-hmm. we got to have the budget in order. we got to have some savings. we got to have catastrophes addressed. We got to have a, a plan for debt reduction. Yep. Yeah. All of that. And then you can begin saving. Uh, uh, and, or, and more importantly, you can begin investing. Okay. All right. But in the right order, in mm-hmm. the right position. Now, let's pick on this couple you were talking about. Let's say they had come back. Mm-hmm. How long ago was this? Three or five years ago for you? Uh, this was uh, 10 to, to 15 years ago. So it's in 10 to 15 years, if we'd gotten on the mm-hmm. right track, we would have had a will. We would have had five to six months worth of savings mm-hmm. probably. We would have have reduced all, if not some, of the debt. Yep. And they would have been in a position to begin to invest. Mm-hmm. Let's say that their total household income was less than $75,000 okay. a year. Okay? Where would you have suggested they started to invest? If they're at the point yeah. that they can invest two or three hundred dollars a month, mm-hmm. we've eliminated a few bills. Now we're going to save for us and our future. Yeah. Would you have had them in an IRA, a Roth IRA? What What do you think? So in this instance, they both had access to four hundred one ks, company so would, sponsored plans. Yeah, right. And I would would have said you need to begin there. Right. Mm-hmm. 
typically speaking, if there's a match associated with those 401ks or retirement plans, I want you to do at least enough to get the full match. Leave no money on the table. Leave no money on the table. Okay. Uh, above and beyond that, then there would have been other, other ancillary savings that we could have done. Did you say there was a child? There is a child. Yeah, was a child. Okay. Um, so um, they weren't quite at the point where they needed to begin saving specifically for education. Mm. I would say that uh, for this couple, they needed to begin saving for themselves. Mm. And if part of that savings was going to be used for education later or for the child later, okay. okay. Uh, but they need to begin saving for themselves. But you say 10 years into this, mm-hmm. if they had really stuck to it and we had consistently seen them. 10 and- years into it, that they, their entire outlook and lifestyle would have been changed. Yeah. Yeah. And there, there may have been mm-hmm. a college account for the kid. There may yeah. have been a Roth account for him and mm-hmm. or for her. There may have been 401k accounts for them. There may have been less debt. Right. There may have been some cash on the sideline mm-hmm. somewhere so that when the transmission goes out, we don't have to panic. Right. We may have been healthier. Mm-hmm. And you say probably didn't happen because... Didn't want to change. They just didn't want yeah. to change. I hope we're talking to people they, out there that... They were at that point where they knew that they needed help. And they knew that they they had to make a change, but they weren't uh, emotionally committed to making the change. Yeah. Yeah. And so here we are, probably Mm -hmm. 10 years later. Yeah. And they may be living the same way. Well, um, so I have kept up with them just a little bit. Uh, I know that they are now divorced. Oh, no. Yeah. Um, But other than that, I don't know much else about the situation. So if you're listening to us, We want you to take this as motivation. Make some good decisions. Hang in there. Get a plan. The future is bright. There is hope. From the Advisors Roundtable on Super Talk Radio. The discussion and content expressed by the host of the Advisors Roundtable are intended to be received as news, educational, and entertainment or unit items and are not to be accepted by the listener as legal, investment, insurance, or tax advice. Opinions and views will be expressed by guests of the Advisors Roundtable, and those opinions and views are those of the guests alone and do not necessarily reflect the views of the Advisors Roundtable host or any of its affiliated radio stations. All information provided is educational in nature and is not intended to be acted upon without first consulting the appropriately licensed professional of your choosing. Before acting upon any information obtained during an advisor's roundtable broadcast, an individual should understand matters are extremely tax-specific and require advice tailored to individual facts and needs. Certified financial planners Greg Cooley and Andrew Labus are registered representatives of S.A. Stone Wealth Management Incorporated. Securities offered through S.A. Stone Wealth Management Incorporated, member FINRA, SIPC. Advisory services offered through Ignite Planners, LLC. Ignite Planners, LLC is not affiliated with S.A. Stone Wealth Management Incorporated.